Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Ballard Designs blog, howtodecorate.com. And I'm Taryn, and I work on the product design team at Ballard. And I'm Karen, and I had a branding at Ballard. And we're your hosts. Excited to have the ladies of Maison Studios here this week, Anne Scott and Allison. So, did you guys meet in college? Okay, wait. You, I guess you want to tell us a little bit about yourselves. But just in like the four minutes that I've been with you, you're like sisters and you're so cute and you're fun. But you're not. You We're met not. in college? We didn't. Actually, she was, we both went to Auburn, but she was a senior when I was a freshman, mm-hmm. but we never, we never knew each other. So. so how'd you hook up? How'd you get this whole May song going? We ended up working together. Yes. And so that's kind of how we met. And yeah. then it we worked kinda... together for, she interned for three years it, while she was in, <laughs> yes, we were interned while she was in college. <laughs> and I guess we worked together for seven years, if you count the intern years. Felt like 20, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she worked under me and I'm such a good boss. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just like figure it out. It's like, great. This is fun. <laughs> and did y'all feel like did, your styles were just really compatible or what made you want to start your business together? Well, I think we have really compatible styles. We kind of both have a vision um, and there's different things about us, but we're really similar too. <laughs> and one of the things is I enjoy a lot of the aspects of running a business like P&L reports and QuickBooks Ooh, and I did all of our bookkeeping and I love spreadsheets. And, Ooh. You're all that tough. stuff. Yeah. It's <laughs> not defined. And a unicorn. <laughs> yeah. And Scott really likes doing the branding. She does all of our Instagram, all of our, she built our website. She does all of Your that stuff. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. Beautiful. It looks yes. really good. Yeah. You know, we, we work really well together. We are. Usually. We, usually. <laughs> we are kind of like sisters. Yeah. And uh, so we can argue for like five seconds and then it's over. And we're like, so what about this? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we have different skills. So it yeah. works out. How long have you guys been partners together? Oh. A year and a half. May. Yeah. A little over a year and a half. Yeah. Okay. Then how did you end up, because your business is located down um, in th- off 38. We you know it's where everyone in Atlanta goes to vacation. <laughs> yeah. or, you know, like Vern Yip has a house down there. Mm-hmm. He was telling us yes. about it. Yes. Um, what do we call it? The Redneck Riviera? Yes. yes. That's yeah. right. <laughs> well, I did come from Alabama. So. <laughs> how appropriate. Yeah. So how did you guys end up there with your business? It's where, well, her family lives there. Yes. We moved from Charleston in 2000 to Destin. And then I went to Auburn and ended up back down at the beach. <laughs> Wasn't planned, but it worked out. Um, and then. I grew up going. I mean, I'm from Dothan, Alabama, so it's like an hour and a half north. So grew mm-hmm. up going and. It's just where I ended up because who doesn't want to live at the beach? Yeah, <laughs> yeah so rough. Like, yeah, it's really rough. Is that near where you're from, Caroline? Yeah, I'm from Mobile. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. It's not far. It's like two hours. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have, you know, like the Gulf Coast is like an hour, but this, you know, it's like east of there. Yeah. A lot of people go there. Yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. Why wouldn't you? It, oh, is, it beautiful. is beautiful. Yes. So do you find a lot of your projects are, are coastal projects? Yes. 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 Which is fun, but it also, that's why we love it when we get 
a project in Atlanta or a project where everything doesn't have to be blue and green and which we love, but you know, it's also fun to break out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> How do you change up that uh, beach house look? Like, what, what are your, cause I know there's the traditional way you see it. So yes. how, how do you guys feel like you're, you know, pushing the limits? Well, right now we're working on one, which is, I, I think it's one of my favorite projects mm -hmm. we've ever done. For sure. um, but we're using a lot of antiques, a lot of neutrals. Everything's not blue and green. Um, she comes from Memphis and she has a really uh, passionate back. I guess she really likes design. And um, yeah, she kind of pushed us to think about things more like, you know, at the beach, you want to do greens, coastal colors, grays. And she was like, no, I like brown. And gold. Which we love because we never get, I mean, right. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people at the beach, you know, they don't, it's their second home a lot of times. So they don't want to necessarily put a lot of antiques in there or stuff that's precious. And she just loves design. So yeah. she really pushed us to kind of go for it. And it's been great. Is well, it a, a second of, home? It yes, is. It well, is. sort or of. Third. Or fourth. <laughs> well, they, her husband plays football. So they kind of move around a lot. So. So since you are doing a good bit of second homes, I imagine that you find ways to save money. You know what I mean? Yes. Like people mm -hmm. I would imagine aren't quite yes. as um, luxurious with their bank account when they're doing a second home. <laughs> Especially at the beach where you want to not worry about sand and yeah. stuff like water that. And water and um, kids. So rugs, I think, is number one. To say we do a lot of natural wovens, which are a lot less expensive than like a wool antique ushak kind right. of thing. So, mm -hmm. and they're easily replaceable. You don't feel super attached to a seagrass <laughs> rug. Um, well, and a lot of times, no, like an ushak would be. Yeah. yeah, a lot of times people too are worried. Sometimes they're rentals, which is another whole right. level of being budget conscious, sure. which is difficult. Do you, just, but do you go to Goodwill down the street and just like <laughs> rock I mean, it sometimes up? I'm tempted to, but <laughs> not yet. But we do, I mean, for accessories and stuff, yeah. though, I have no problem oh, with it. I, I love yeah. it. I yeah. mean, and for me personally, yeah. like. All day. Yeah. Right? We like the find. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's usually more of like the time it takes to find them. That, right. You know, but mm -hmm. if I could, I would. <laughs> <laughs> so besides rugs, what else? How can we save money? Help us. Um, art and rentals Artwork. or in second homes in general is a good way to spend money, you know, doing a G clay print versus an original. Right. Um, mm -hmm. and if you're worried about people banging into it or I think window treatments are also a good yeah. place to window stay there because we do a lot of custom mm -hmm. typically, but window treatments are always damaged in rentals. Mm -hmm. So sure. we, mm -hmm. we keep our window yeah. treatment lady on speed dial because it's always <laughs> like the chain's broken or <laughs> so I would say kind of step away from the custom window treatments if you're really concerned because obviously they cost a fortune and if they're going to get messed up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of yardage in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. So what do you do for the whole wet kid thing? Oh, yeah. Sunbrella. We use a lot of outdoor fabric. <laughs> it is amazing the, the yeah. hand that you can get on oh, sunbrella fabric. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's come a long way. And I was just at the Southern Style Nail Show House. Uh, over the weekend and the outdoor space that Linda um, Isles did, she had outdoor velvets that were amazing. Mm -hmm. yes. 
I know. And it was t- a beautiful mm-hmm. colors and great Outdoor texture. Carolyn's yeah. squinting at me. It's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard for me to imagine what that feels like. It and feels, how yeah, it feels like, velvet. like velvet. It really it does. does. I just, I know. I'm gonna have it's to crazy. see. Yeah, I was shocked. Believe it. Mm-hmm. Well, they have like outdoor leathers now. Which, yeah. I mean, and they look great. They do look great. Because I was like, oh, I don't know about yeah. that. Because one of our reps was showing it to He was like, we have this great outdoor ve- uh, leather. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then he got it out. And I was like, oh, it's actually great. Yeah. Like, That's pretty much how we roll. I'm always yeah. like, yeah, okay. I'm sure, sure it's great. <laughs> but I actually did like it. He convinced me. Have you used it in a project? Not yet, but. What would you use it on an outdoor leather? An, an ottoman. ottoman. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wait a minute. Here we go. <laughs> This is why y'all work together. (laughs) I remember I was at some Alice Beach property because we've done a couple photo shoots down there. And, um, and of course I'm like nosing around every house I can get the gate open. You know, I'm like, no, (laughs) uh, at least the courtyards and stuff. I don't think anyone's going to call the police. But Um, but there was one house that had, um, I distinctly remember this because I thought it was so cool. They had, um, I guess the bench cushions were a white, this might sound tacky, <laughs> white ostrich leather, but a faux leather, yeah. and then all navy pillows. It was so, like, yeah, you know, very, cool. felt like grease. Mm-hmm. It was very striking. You know how Alice yeah. feels yeah. like yeah. that anyway. It's all white, kind of plastery architecture. Okay. But here's the thing. <laughs> think about sitting on leather. Like, think about Sweaty. sitting in your hot seat in the car <laughs> yes, in the dead heat of summer. But it was white. Doesn't matter. Your butt is gonna be sweating like crazy. They have seasons-ish down there. You just got out of the pool, Caroline. You're wet already. So my fanny is wet. Uh-huh. You know, wet bathing suit, uh-huh. and I want to sit on. I feel, yeah, like, I feel you on brutally that. hot leather. Is that what you're saying? I don't think it would be any hotter than fabric. Why I'm with Caroline on this one. Typically speaking, why would it be hotter okay, than Okay, have you gotten in... I've had many an old junkie car. <laughs> have you gotten in a cloth seat versus a leather seat? I'm a cloth seat kind of person. In a she car. really is. It's maybe odd. you guys need to have... Maybe you'll need to wear longer skirts. Okay. Maybe you're Not the that problem. I'm judging. <laughs> at the, but at the beach? All right, fine. All right, I can see. I feel like it would be... I'm with you. I'm I don't sure it know looks that... fabulous. I'm not doubting that. Yeah. I don't know that I would use it down there. But... Or if it was covered. If it was like a covered porch, yeah. nothing getting direct sunlight. Right. I think that's fine. Mm. Or, or like a, a mountain banquet, house. Like a breakfast banquet that I, I'm totally on board with. But outdoor furniture, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, don't you expect that's why they developed it? Is for outdoors like, or no, for indoors? For indoors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just really. They per- know people want that look. Mm-hmm. But Ooh. super performance. Maybe I need to get white faux ostrich leather dining chairs. You should. You should reupholster these. Really hundred percent. So we mock each other for different pick, like things we always pick and styles we always pick. Are there things that the two of you mock each other for? Like oh, literally everything. <laughs> not. Well, she's a very like we call her Grandma Chic, but sometimes it's just Grandma and not oh. really Chic. So I like, love like, like yeah, granny florals. Like, well, you're on trend. I thank right you. Right now, I'm ahead of trend. I've been liking granny florals for like five years. Yeah, <laughs> she has. That's true. 
So the real small little florals. Uh, Big ones. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. I bought this, um, one of my favorite fabrics I bought at this antique store in Opelika, Alabama, (laughs) that is an old Schumacher. It's like a peach chinoiserie, and it's very peach, and peach is my favorite color. I saw that on your side, because you guys have those little fast facts about yourselves when Mm -hmm. you're hysterical. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. And peach is your favorite color. Has it been since 1985? (laughs) I mean... Well, she yes. was born in 86. I was born in 86. Oh, was that so, the color yes. nursery? <laughs> From birth. <laughs> do you mix it with, like, light teal? Um, I don't get to do peach very often. <laughs> slash ever, because our She's clients tried. are not on board with no, peach. and she has really thrown it out there yes. several times. Um, <laughs> we did just do a house where they're not quite peach. They're very blush, and they're very Kind pale. of nude. Nude. Blush it is. Yeah, it's so hot. I, I mean, and it's you can't get away from it. Real no. pretty. And we did that with a it grayish really green pretty. and some uh, light blue and just all pastels. Yeah, really, really pretty. Like I want to. Sounds like a sherbet store. Yeah, it's it pretty. pretty. <laughs> is it on your site? Not yet. It's not quite done. Yes, we've it's been waiting for the bed for about eight months. <laughs> but it's not it yet. Luckily, we have a really sweet client. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have anywhere to sleep? The mattress is in. Just like that was kind of you guys. Yeah, yeah. Really high end dorm room. Yeah. Well, I want to ask the reverse of Karen's question, which is where you talked about where we should save. What about where you should spend? Yes. Where should we invest? I think artwork. If you're saving, I know. But if you're if you have the budget and you're not trying to. I think that's a. I mean, it's an investment piece, and you'll keep it forever. It can move with you. Or lighting, because it's not. I mean, nobody's like hanging off the chandelier usually. Hopefully. <laughs> well, it's interesting because I feel like you guys are answering um, really specifically for the projects that you do yes. because mm-hmm. of the rentals and stuff. Like people want damage lighting, yes. so yeah. you can spend more on lighting. Whereas I would think mm-hmm. oh, I want to have a really good sofa to sit on, but I'm also not having strangers right. sit on it every oh, week and like burning with their cigarettes yeah, yeah. and their sunscreen and their bathing yeah, suits because wine. people do that in yeah. rentals. We're a little jaded, I think, because of that, where it's like. You know, we'll kind of hold back maybe sometimes where we shouldn't because we're just like, very oh, I don't, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. want this to get damaged. Yeah. Or... But what about your projects that are in Atlanta? Or I know you have one in mm-hmm. Auburn. What about yes. those? I love that Auburn house. <laughs> um, I think that's kind of the same thing. We we always try to be practical because it's mm-hmm. like we're not going to have somebody spend ten thousand dollars on a sofa and then next week their kid spills fruit punch on it or whatever mm-hmm. um i like to blame the kids but it's usually me yeah that's, yes. that's <laughs> your grape juice yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. and um one of the projects here we did really nice rugs like antique wool ushak rugs and they made a huge difference in the house just because of the architectural style of the house it's um it was based on a house that was in a Louisiana, country. a low yeah. country style house, and it's in Atlanta. What is a low country style house? Um, it is big porches. Well, explain what the low country is. I bet people don't know. Well, that's true. So the low okay. country is um, Charleston, Savannah, you know, South South Carolina, and Georgia. And um, is it because of the <laughs> marshes? Is it yeah. because mm-hmm. it's literally well, low? And then, water. And then um, upstate South Carolina is called the up country. So. <laughs> Being from Charleston, I should know more of this, but I don't. 
<laughs> so low country homes have a lot of porches mm-hmm. and they're they're outside a lot yes. with the bugs. Yes. Um, well, they did the porches in Charles. Karen Googled it. I Googled it. You're <laughs> okay, right. You're right. It just is a geographic and cultural region along South Carolina's coast, including the Sea Islands. Let's get back to the in, where to invest question. Oh, okay. Sorry. You're talking about your Usha rugs. Yes. So they invested in some great rugs and artwork. He, yeah. He, I personally think fabrics because I'm, I love textiles, mm-hmm. but not everyone. I mean, that's kind of specific to me. I would say if I was going to spend more, I would get nicer fabrics, but Let me ask you something it's hard to convince guy. people. <laughs> How much is the most you would ever spend on a yard of fabric? Oh well, it my gosh! On how much money? I, have. I know how much you would spend on a yard of fabric if Ooh. you really like. Well, how much is the most you've ever spent? We'll go there. Me personally, or for a client, you've had a oh gosh for a client that legion. Yeah. Oh, the plaid the for them. I was thinking the legion. Um, oh, big floral. Oh. They were probably about the same price. We did a plaid. It was. It might have been like cashmere. Was it wool? Yeah, it was close to four hundred yards. And what did you make out of this? Just some pillows. Okay, so you didn't make drapery panels. No, no. No, But I I actually did try. (laughs) (laughs) They kindly said, "Let's skip." Yeah. Because like, it looked amazing. Take yeah. a lot of yardage. They really do. So is that a, a good way to incorporate like a beautiful textile that's you know expensive into a home? I think so, but you've got to really love it because I mean it's a commitment, obviously. And you can't take it with you if you move, if it's custom. No, the pillow you could. Oh, the pillow. the pillow. Yes, yes. Like I if you just got a yard of something that was super. Yes. Well, that's what we do. If yes. we find something we really love and it's really pricey and we know, like, you probably don't need to order 50 yards of this, we'll just say, <laughs> throw some pillows on this sofa. It'll yeah. be great. <laughs> no, that's a good way yeah. to get what you really love in there. It is. Do you hoard textiles? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I have yes. a whole closet full. Do you really? I really? How do you organize them? Well, some are folded, some are still wrapped on the tube. They're not organized as things. <laughs> <laughs> They're in a closet. Yeah, That's exactly. The They're just part. like shoved in there. Where do out you? Of the way. Are they? Are they all new, or do you have vintage in there as well? Both. Mm-hmm. What's your preference? What do you like best? She probably I like likes vintage. Vintage, just mm-hmm. because I'm I'm one of those people that I don't want pattern that you see everywhere. Right. I want something that's totally different and weird and new. That's new not new. Yeah. Vintage, you know. New old. Yeah. Yes. New slash old. Yes. So I'll, I'll be the one like looking at the fabrics in the weird thrift store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't care as long as I like it. I like it. And that's, she's a lot more like, it's gotta be cool. And I'm like, I just have to like it. <laughs> <laughs> so you like a story too, probably. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So I noticed you guys <laughs> use a lot of cafe panels. We do. <gasps> I was with that. One we time had a about customer one time tell talk. us that they thought cafe panels were the mullet what? of drapery. <laughs> hey, I do love a mullet, man. <laughs> so, but like, tell us about what I, because I feel like I need them in my kitchen because I have a really ugly view of my neighbor's home. Yeah. I've talked about him a few times on the podcast. He's a very <laughs> nice man, but it's an ugly house. <laughs> so, go, cafe panel, talk it out. Well, I love it. I think it's functional. I think sometimes you don't want a Roman shade because they can be boring. And in I, my opinion, it's nice because it lets in light. It lets you have a view without blocking the whole thing off, but it also allows you to have privacy. So I really like using them in a bathroom, mm-hmm. like over a bathtub. Of course, full length draperies, if possible, next <laughs> to a bathtub is also really pretty. But that kind of gives you that privacy, but also lets in natural light, lets you see outside. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like. 
cafe curtains. How do you make them not be granny-ish? But like, I know you don't have to. I think it's all about the hardware, for one, because I think the wrong hardware can go from zero to granny real quick. But so that, like, extension rod? Yeah. Tension rod. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, also, like, the pleat at the top. Exactly. Not, like, a mm-hmm. rouged... No. So, so what's, what should it be? Super tailored or what? Do you I want? like a pinch pleat personally okay. because I think it's clean and modern, and it it also depends on the fabric and the print too. Because you're not going to do a granny floral yeah. with like a ruffle at the top. I mean, obviously that's not going to work. So. Allison might. <laughs> she would for sure. Mm-hmm. No, they look really in all your imagery. They look wonderful, you Thank know, you. in your simple, clean kitchens, and then you have you know a print. Um, and so I, I was like, I have like. I know caf- we've heard so mm-hmm. many people hate on cafe panels yeah. that I was like, this is the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I need They're some. doing it right. I love some. I'm and, not afraid to do things people are And you guys make them custom or do you have some where you get them? Typically we custom, make them custom, yeah. Because it's very specific to the window and what's going on underneath it and that kind of thing. And that's also a great place. Our project in Auburn, we just used a more expensive fabric as the cafe curtain in the kitchen. And it kind of tied the colors of the living room in with the color of the kitchen cabinet. And that was a way that he could get a more expensive fabric without going all out. She, he didn't care. She wanted. She, she loved the fabric. <laughs> wanted to. That's use true. It he wouldn't have. He didn't. He, he care. wasn't into. Okay. It. Well, here's a question for you. If you're using a cafe curtain in a kitchen, are you ever worried about like splatters getting on your nice? Well, typically they're far enough away from the sink that it's fine. But I think if you had it where they were going to have to hang right. I probably wouldn't do it if they were going to hang like right behind or something machine faucet. washable, even. Mm-hmm. right? Something yeah, that's a low maintenance or a poly, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah, not something that's not going to yeah. shrink and and grow too much. Talk, but. talk me through the hardware again because I want to imagine it because I didn't see these in the pictures because I'm not as thorough as Taryn. <laughs> <laughs> but. Okay, I, when I first moved to my home and we just renovated, and this I was I don't know too young and oh, whatever. Anyway, I was like a year ago. <laughs> That is five years ago. I feel like I deserve those years. Anyway, um, and my husband was like, we don't need blinds. And I was like, our kitchen sink literally, like, you face out to the street. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, we do. Um, So I made, I sewed these little cafe panels, and I loved them, but I used a tension rod. And so I hated them. um, Because I kept, I, I, like, would excuse them. You know when you want people come in and be like, please ignore. They were just white, and I put a little black grosgrain ribbon trim around it. So they were very plain, but I did like how much light you got in, Mm -hmm. and you had the privacy. But you could still see over when you wanted to look out. Mm -hmm. But I hated Mm -hmm. it because I did the tension rod. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. talk about the hardware. So we usually do a rod, sorry, that runs inside the window, and you just mail it to the inside of the window frame. It's just a straight rod, and it just... Usually the length of the yeah the, the length, length of, of the, the span yeah. so it's, it's so it's inside custom. the frame mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is the panel on a um, or you can do them outside is the panel on the rod or is it on a uh, what's rings. It? ring yeah. <laughs> like a circle we thing? usually do I'm rings with the, hook. the draperies will have the drapery hooks right, on them the little hook okay so mm-hmm. they're on a ring with the hook and it's on there and Fancy. do people move them or they leave them depends on the person mm-hmm. like I don't move them yeah. But I mean, that's I, the point. I, I would because she I would. like privacy. She doesn't care about privacy. I like I privacy. Don't either. <laughs> I don't care about privacy either. It's all about the looks. I'm know? like, if you are so curious about what I look exactly. like. Exactly. That's that's exactly my sentiment. Take I'm like, a big fat gander. Exactly. I'm like, it's your problem. You are going to be <laughs> underwhelmed. Exactly. That's like the people 
walking by Karen's house right now because these windows are all open oh and the lights on. Yeah. They're just gonna see five yeah. people sitting around at a table. We're not yeah. like right now. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what Karen does. <laughs> true. Just ask any of my neighbors. They all know. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. It's like not my problem what they see. Right. Uh, So you guys said that you like to do a lot of things that other people are hating on. What else? I want to know what else you like people are hating on that you guys trend-wise are are not even trend, but... Plates on walls, I feel like, is a hot-button topic. It is. Some people think it's very grainy. I happen to love it. I grew up with plates on walls. (laughs) My grandmother had plates on walls. My mom had plates on walls. I have plates on walls. So... I will never stop plates on the walls. <laughs> now, what kind of plates, I mean, do you put on the wall? Like, um, I have tram- transfer wear. I have, um, my grandmother had a collection of these plates called Gaudi Dutch or Gaudi Dutch. I'm not really sure. They're just painted. Um, Mine are from TJ Maxx. Members <laughs> are from TJ Maxx. Um, I'm like a Marshalls TJ Maxxer, so if I something <laughs> at Marshalls, it's like a weird fucking You're a fashionista? Ma- uh, Max. <laughs> That's what yeah. it is. Sorry. Uh-huh. Will you put the plates in any room, or is it just dining rooms or... Whatever I yeah, feel bedroom. like. Bedroom. It'd be kind of neat up a stairwell or something, mm-hmm. I could imagine. I've done it above you could make beds. it really nice. It's okay. really nice above beds because a lot of people like the curved or arched headboards, and finding art to go over an arched headboard is really difficult yeah. because a square or rectangular piece of art over feels an arched awkward. headboard just yeah. never looks good. Mm-hmm. So you could do, you know, it's nice to have something round that kind of fills in the gap. It's not a mirror. Yeah. Yeah. A mirror. Which I, you know, there's a place for it, but. Yeah. I get a little tired of a mirror over the bed sometimes. I mean, I still do it, and I like it. (laughs) But, you know, every bedroom can't have a mirror. (laughs) You you don't want to have a formula, right? Right, yeah. And and I think it's fun, like you're saying, to just kind of think about new things you can stick up on a wall. Right. Because it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be art. I mean, No, she did one time she did this big brass old Uh, sailfish sailfish. thing from Etsy that was so cute. It was vintage. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you guys get much off Etsy? Oh my gosh, oh, so yeah. much. You do? Yes. Like, what are we only, talking here? I bought like one thing. I just discovered oh it like gosh. a long ago. Yes. I, that's because, what I do at home. Yeah. Like I'm, while I'm watching TV, I peruse Etsy, like their vintage stuff. And we're kind of isolated. Like up here, you have a million antique places and, and down at the beach, we have like three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so right. Well, you have to use good, your resources, yeah. right. right? So it's a good way for us to easily be able to find vintage things that we wouldn't find anywhere else without traveling. Well, because we talk all the time on here. I, I, Almost literally every person that comes on here talks about going to Scott's, mm-hmm. which is a we're so lucky. It's mm-hmm. such a great resource for us, but hardly anybody else in the world gets right. to go there. So, right. I mean, you're right. It's like helping people figure out where can you find cool, interesting things that aren't a billion dollars right. is a good thing. So that's a great tip, you guys. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> we love first dibs, but everybody's not a first dibs budget kind right. of person. It like, is I'm not. not a cheap date. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... Where else is that, is that it? Is that our, those are our best options? Yeah, I do Etsy more than eBay, just I because eBay. I don't like bidding on stuff. I just want to buy it outright. Right, mm-hmm. bidding stresses me out. Yeah, I also <laughs> feel like the eBay photos can be real yes. bad. Yes. At least on Etsy, like they're a habitual seller of vintage yeah. stuff. Yes eBay, mm-hmm. it's like you can just get on and sell one yes. thing. Another eBay yeah. pro tip: they have a really great, like five dollar a yard block printed fabric. Oh yes, that's true. Mm. So cute for like five dollars a yard. So Wait, you what? just literally just search block printed fabric, hand blocked fabric 
on eBay. Mm-hmm. And you have to like Caroline's dig. writing it yeah. down right now. <laughs> you have I to dig a little. Cards. I do too. And they're freaking expensive. Yeah, yeah. Not on eBay. <laughs> wow. Well, and you got to look at the width. I, I don't know yeah. if they're usually like 54 or not, but no. different sellers sell them different ways. So it's not in mind, but. I feel like people, or maybe like just bloggers or people that I follow online, always buy vintage rugs on eBay, but I've never been brave that to is do that. scary. I've well, done, done it because I'm braver than she is, but <laughs> but I only buy things I can return. Like, I'm not going to buy mm-hmm. something that they're like, you can't send it back because I am i don't play that, but I think it's safe if you can return <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, if you can return it. <laughs> yeah. It's so hard to photograph rugs just in general. Like, even when we're trying to sell it to a client, you're we're it, like, I promise this is really yes. pretty in person. Because you never know the way it photographs. It really mm-hmm. is difficult. We find this at Ballard yeah. all the time yeah. because when we're building mm-hmm. rooms and things before we have actual product in and we're looking at the photos um, from yeah. the merchant team, we're like, is this pink? Oh, no, it's yeah. a green rug. Yeah. 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 It's really subtle. Well, it looks really strong. No, it's nothing. No, it's nothing like the picture. No. Really? Yeah. Well, which is great why y'all do samples of the rugs. I mean. Yes, we we use your sample department. Thanks, guys. That's why it's there. Have y'all heard about our new store? No. Our store that we're opening. In which Charlotte? In, no, here. Oh, They're okay. always here. <laughs> oh, we, should, we are always here. We are in Charlotte yeah. next week. That's true. We have a store in Charlotte opening next week, but That's we're going to have a... Oh, this week. This oh, week, yeah. I, yeah, I leave like in a day. <laughs> Sorry, I'm confused. Atlanta, though. You talk about Atlanta because you know more about it. So, we, yeah, we're opening this big flagship store here in Atlanta over on the west side, and um, it's... 20,000 square feet and it's going to be in this uh it used to be an old corrugate factory oh cool and so um wait what <laughs> i heard corgi corrugate? sorry <laughs> like a box like a box factory got it got it that makes a lot of corgis so many corgis i can that see why they stopped that and made that the building because it was <laughs> they got shut down okay stop making corgi got it got it got it okay Sorry. <laughs> so it's a big, it's a big development that's going on over there where they're taking a lot of like 75 acres of land and making it into kind of a mixed use thing with um, entertainment and restaurants and a uh, little boutique hotel. Oh, that's it's going to be over a couple of years, but we're the the um, anchor of this kind of big space there. And we're very, very excited. It's supposed to open in June. Ooh, that's so really nice. Yeah. Yeah. We that's have a small outdoor it. space, but it's people walk through it. Mm-hmm. So we can put small things yeah. in there, but you have to have like four feet of egress for people to get through. And so there could be, you know, planters or fountains or little consoles or that kind of thing. Maybe small cafe tables. But we do have these really cool um, giant, uh, they're, they're kind of like barn doors, but they're, they're like the original doors where they would open them and the trains would oh, cool. pull up. Oh, and yeah. Like a garage door. Dump off their stuff. Well, they go side to side, not up and down. So we can open cool. those into the outdoor space. <laughs> And so you could do like an in out, so you could do some outdoor stuff sort of inside, but it feels outside. Mm. I don't know I'm if they're planning to do that. But they could. <laughs> but they could. Awesome. I, they could. I can see the president right now. No, we're now not, they we're not doing we're it. Not doing we're not doing it. it. <laughs> so like, don't tell people. Fire Karen. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it is going to be really neat space. I'm pumped. Because the whole idea is of the space is to kind of, um, you know, embrace the feeling of what's there and mm-hmm. kind of cherish that and kind of keep it as authentic as we can within that, but then also highlight the brand inside. So it's going to be neat. That is going to be really neat. cool. So we always love being able to like tell clients, well, you can actually go look at it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, obviously it's hard to sell something when 
they haven't seen it. And a lot of times we're like, you just have to trust us. But yeah. it'd be nice to be able to be like, just go look. Go look at it. <laughs> so if you're presenting, like, do you do like a design board, I guess? Mm-hmm. Do you do that always in person or what about your... Typically, but a lot of clients, I mean, like we'll have out-of-town clients that we never even meet. We just do come up like from a bar. Um, so we'll put everything together on a board, uh, send that, kind of explain it all in an mm-hmm. email and then send them a big bag of samples and wow. that's kind of how, mm-hmm. it, how it goes. Cute. How long does a project like a whole house take start to finish? <laughs> oh gosh. I mean, it's, it's it depends a lot. It totally varies. We've done, I did a house in Alice once that was, I mean, from start to finish, the project was maybe eight weeks long because they had to be in and it was Mm. like my hair was falling out, but (laughs) we got it done. And then I worked on one for like three years. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it totally varies. So, I mean, thankfully we've always had really sweet, nice clients that we're, we end up being friends with afterwards because you really get to know these people. (laughs) Um, Especially when it's like a three-year project. Yeah. So. <laughs> I saw that you had on your site um, a section called Beach Modern, but there's nothing there yet. I know. Are you working on a modern project? It's done. It's done. We, we just, just have we haven't get photographed it, it yet. So how was that? Because I feel like that's sort of different than what you generally work on. It was really fun. Um, the homeowners had very specific ideas. They're actually from Atlanta. Yeah, they're from Atlanta. They are. They retired. It's not up, is it? Okay. <laughs> no, it's not burning up. I bet I think he does do it. Yeah. They they had a lot of ideas, so it was kind of us helping them edit the ideas, and um, they were influenced by. And I cannot remember the name of this video, but it was like coast modern. It was a documentary sort of thing um and it was very much bringing the outside materials into the house so that was kind of the driving cool. force behind that um these a lot of white oak that we spent how many samples did we do like 20 maybe gray stain Staying samples guys it's sherwin williams really love us <laughs> shout out to sherwin williams <laughs> as does the superintendent of that project well yeah um, to get just the right, just the right gray. Gray. Right. It's hard. It's it's hard. Yes. The floors or it was for the walls. walls. The walls. floors were a um, coral stone mm-hmm. from the Dominican Republic. What is Republic. coral stone? What is that? It's a, it's like, like a, a shell stone. Yeah, a shell oh, okay. stone. Um, and it got caught up in a hurricane or something. It, it was like did. the boat was literally like out <laughs> the middle of the ocean for like months, and we're like. Okay. Yeah, they, couldn't they couldn't yeah. do specific stuff until the floor. They're like, you're making this up. I'm like, I, I wish I was. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what crazy. else? And they used this really cool linear marble that was. Uh, oh yeah, equator. Yes, equator, and um, it's very linear. It's like white and gray, and yeah. it's like very linear. That you're kind of amazed that it came out of nature. It was definitely out of our normal scope, but it was fun to kind of do something different. Which we've always said once when we started this that we didn't ever want to get kind of pigeonholed into one look Mm -hmm. because it's fun to kind of be we don't I mean obviously people are going to come to us because they want a certain look but it's fun to be able to kind of say hey we can do it all we can show you so um that's kind of been our goal Mm -hmm. from the beginning to not be one one note yeah 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 so but a lot of people really really love that kind of beach coastal vibe Mm -hmm. so how I feel like you asked this a little bit, but I want to do a little more. <laughs> How do you do that without getting kitschy? Like, 
Limit the seashells. (laughs) Limit the fish painting. Subtlety is important. Yeah. um, Because you don't ever want to detract from where you are. So, I mean, especially these clients, they were beachfront and they had a great lot. And so you don't want to ever put something. You're never going to trump the ocean. Right. right? You're not. And I mean. And you don't want to try. Yeah. Um, So I think everything in there kind of needs to be second to what's happening outside and it's same thing if you're in the mountains or whatever like the whole point of the house is to be where you are not to be inside looking at this beautiful sofa so i think that's important what if you have like what if you live in a cul-de-sac in the suburbs? <laughs> like what do you do but you love a coastal vibe yeah Ooh, there you go yeah so yeah. how do i have a coastal vibe when i'm in a suburban cul-de-sac i think it's all about the colors <laughs> colors and materials yeah um you know, doing we do a lot of lighter woods versus dark walnut, and you I know, don't the think natural I would necessarily colors. put like a painting of the beach on the walls in the middle of Atlanta. But you know, if you were so inclined, <laughs> if you love it, then that's fine. But in my mind, I would say materials, like mm-hmm. she said, materials, linen, and cotton. We do a lot of linens just because it it's light. It feels like the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, color bringing that like mineral, sea salty. Celadon color. I imagine like seagrass rugs because yes. it kind of mm-hmm. feels like sand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh, we have two dilemmas. Okay. So this first one is from Kelly. She says, hi girls. My husband and I are in the final stages of our house plans and I have come upon some design dilemmas. We have a room, which is a sunroom, that we love in concept, but I can't figure out in my head what it will look like furnished, mainly because of the large wall of windows, the angled fireplace, and the two sliding wall doors. In a recent podcast, you talked about group spacing and how to big, big each cluster should be. How big each cluster should be. That so, was Miriam's episode. So I've tried to apply that to this room. We have a vintage wood framed cushion chair and a small couch that we hope to use out there. But other than that, we are open to ideas. Also, we plan to put a TV somehow, somewhere on the large no window wall of the sunroom. So I guess that creates three focal points to work around. Like y'all have mentioned before, the large windows, the fireplace and the TV. We marked out the dimensions of the sunroom and the screened porch and on our floor the other night, and I think the screened porch is going to be a little snug for our table, chairs, swing, and anything else. If we extend the screened porch about three or four feet into the backyard, we would like to do that to the sunroom also. If that happens, then how does that change the clusters and function of the sunroom with it being ever larger, even larger? Any ideas are appreciated and valued. Kelly, this is complicated. (laughs) Uh, but I, I, my role is to describe the picture, okay, which I can barely see. <laughs> so I have all my glasses and my iPhone's light. Okay, so she does have this sunroom that she's describing that's like 14 and a half feet square. Let's just go with that, right? Except one corner's clipped off where there's a fireplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, a wood burning, as she says, fireplace. And then on the two walls adjacent to the fireplace on the left and the right, those are not walls. They're like egress. So it's like an opening door thing on one side. And then I think the other side opens into the sunroom she's talking about. So she's got, then she has on her other two walls, one full set of windows and then a wall, right? Mm -hmm. So we've got only one wall on which to hang anything. 
The other two you walk in and out of, and then um, the other one is all windows. So she wants to figure out what to do. She wants to sit around her fireplace, which is on that clipped wall, and she wants a television. All right, go experts. <laughs> We've got a solution. Oh my gosh, <laughs> thank goodness. First of all, if you can enlarge the room, I think it would help a lot with the flow, but we were thinking you put your sofa with the back on that window wall, hang the TV where you were thinking, with two swivel chairs in front so you can kind of use the fireplace and the TV. So the swivels towards the TV or it could swivel mm -hmm. towards the fireplace. Right. Smart. Okay. Right. And then um, I think she mentioned, a, did she mention a vintage chair? Yes. Of some sort. You could put that kind of flanking the fireplace um, so that way all those spaces have been used. Um and I know you mentioned having a small sofa, but I think on that back wall with the windows, you need a full-size sofa, like an 84 by 39-ish. Um, yeah, it's a long wall. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it's a pretty big wall, and I'm not sure how big your small sofa is. But you could put, I'm assuming it's around like 66 to 72. You could put that where the swivel chairs are. Granted, that person wouldn't get a great view of the TV. But if you wanted to utilize that, um, that could be a space for that as well. And... I don't think your space is too large for the um, conversation area right now, um, just because when you put in full-size furniture, it gets real tight real quick. Mm -hmm. So extending it out by the three or four feet will actually help you with the circulation. And I don't, I'm based on the size, I don't think it would feel too large. Yeah, because I think if she extends it, because like we said, like those two, she's got two wall door, I mean walls. She's got two openings that you walk mm -hmm, through. Right. You kind of walk through right through the middle mm -hmm. of this room. Yeah. The fireplace will be mm -hmm. on one side and then the TV and sofa will be on the other mm -hmm. side. So if it was a little deeper, mm -hmm. right. you could have like two chairs in front of the fire. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you could have your sofa and some other stuff yes. looking at the television. Yes. So smart. And it's, I mean, it's it's a nice size room. It is. It is. It's a good size room. And I think the functionality of those swivel chairs would kind of increase the usability because then you can have everybody sitting around the fireplace or if you're watching football or whatever you're doing everybody can kind of turn around and everybody gets a view of the tv so will you draw it for me and i'll app I'll put it in there just yeah like and it is a long obviously wall. not to scale yeah. don't worry if you're saying a small sofa would probably look dinky in there because mm -hmm. it is a pretty big room that window well, wall is that 20 wall. feet yeah. yeah so if you have like a sofa centered on that wall and then two end tables with floor lamps or whatever mm -hmm. um i think that'd be really nice you're lucky kelly this looks fun yeah we want to see some after photos when you're done Definitely. yes show us after you've done exactly what we said <laughs> yeah. what about a rug in an odd size room like that do you think she should just orient if should she have a rug or should she orient it to the sofa or yes i think she should for sure have a rug it looks um, like the floor is going to be concrete so definitely have a rug mm -hmm. yeah i would i would center the um orient this rug on the sofa okay so have so rectangular, the long, mm -hmm. right? Have the long side going against the windows. Do y'all ever do like custom cut seagrass? Mm -hmm. All the she time. She could do that. Mm -hmm. She could do that. I mean, yeah. it's covered. So one of my biggest pet peeves is a rug that is too small. So I would say, the bigger you can go, the better. It's <laughs> a really good picture. Yeah. Well, we often ask what your decorating pet. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say we do usually ask. Yeah. Small rugs, artwork that's hung too high. Mm scale like when, crazy. when something is you know like tiny lamps where there needs to be big lamps or any tiny that's lamps like that's a good one out of scale mm -hmm. proportion i think comes up it's over very and important. over mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. um designers as well as yeah. with customers or listeners you know just 
figuring it out. And I think people often are afraid to kind of just drag it in and look at it. Right. And I mean, I've made a million mistakes and you, you can usually see right away. Yes. Like, that yeah. just isn't right. Or it's like you said, too high mm -hmm. or I need something more um, like Nancy Braithwaite, so you need like a power, you need a power source in a room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, we do it too. Like we, we're not going to pick something out and every single time it works great. Like we, for our own houses, yeah. especially we'll buy something and we're like, Oh, that does definitely doesn't work. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's not like and we tape stuff on the walls all the time. Yeah. I was just doing it the other day. You know, take it out. Size, size I've taped a lamp on the wall. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I've taped a bed on the wall. It's mm -hmm. just don't be don't be scared. Well, yeah, it's like your clothes. Yeah, you know, you don't know if it's going to look good right. together until you put it on. Yeah, and you might in your mind go, oh, "That's going to be so cute," and you get it on, you're like, Ew. <laughs> yeah. "What was I thinking?" You yeah. really have to try it yeah. and see what. Do works. you feel like people usually go overboard with scale or under? Like, under. are they going under? I think people are scared. I don't know why, but. It's just what's frightening. You, it's it a, maybe it's a cost thing. Well, well that's it is. rugs yeah. too. Rugs like, for sure. And I think a lot of times what we do is because everybody wants an old antique ushak or whatever because they're beautiful, but sometimes it's not in the budget. So what we'll do a lot is find a less expensive seagrass, put that down, and then layer a smaller rug on top of it. So you still get the look, but you don't necessarily have to spend ten thousand dollars on a rug. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. So that's one way to do it. But I also think that people, like, they'll be somewhere and they think, oh, that's just stupid. Like, they can't tell scale compared to something if it's not right beside right. whatever they're trying to compare it to. So I think that's that's hard for people um, that don't do it every day. So Right. Right. Y'all are pros. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you're still taping things on walls. So. <laughs> we should give ourselves a little slack. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Who do we have next? Hi, ladies. My husband and I purchased our first home three years ago, and I'm so afraid of decorating my master bedroom because of the slanted walls. The wall by my headboard is 7 feet 4 inches and gradually goes to 10 feet 4 inches. My question to you ladies and your special guests are the following. Y'all are special. <laughs> so we special. are special. <laughs> that is for sure. What and how can I use for wall decor? And then her next question is, I have a small table next to the window. Should I add an accent chair and a floor lamp here? Next one. <laughs> on my tallest wall, what do you recommend putting here? The door on the left is my closet, and the door on the right is my bathroom. Also, my ceiling fan hangs from 9 feet 5 inches, and I've been having my eye on your Alessandra. Is that right? Alessandra? Alessandra? Mm -hmm. Is that five? pretty capiche-shell oh, one? Oh, here. Chandelier yeah. is very pretty. Um, chandelier. My room is the first door on the left when you enter my home, and I would love to have a beautiful lighting accent to showcase my ceilings. Would this look good for my bedroom? All right. And then am I, I am open to I, any ideas, rugs, benches by the footboard. Also, where bed is located it has a small step down thank you thank you thank you so much <laughs> all right she we has have, lots of questions we okay. have a lot of questions about a bedroom i do find people struggle a lot with ceilings that do this you know where yes. you so what's it called it's not vaulted but where your ceiling goes up and then yes sort of like an attic room or um something like that all right all right so question one was what and how can i use for wall decor okay well i don't think you should hang anything on the bed wall um, that's Her where bed does seem to be on the short wall. Yeah, that's where the spring line is seven foot four, I think. She the said. low, the line of where mm -hmm. the ceiling vaults up starts to vault. Um, mm -hmm. And 
the headboard's pretty tall. I don't think that wall needs anything. I think if she added some bedding, you know, some pillows and a coverlet and have the duvet. Like a duvet at the foot, maybe. That would add, be the star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that would mm-hmm. add enough texture and depth on that wall. Or a um, rug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I would put on the wall where the closet and the bathroom doors are, maybe like three prints that go vertically. Between the two doors. Mm-hmm. Now, is that, okay, it looks like when she lays in her bed, she's looking at that wall. Is that what you're yes, getting? Yes. yes. Okay, so she's laying in the bed, and the, that's the tall wall with two doors that are kind of tucked to the sides, and then in the middle, you're saying between those, put three pieces of art. Yes. Right, I wouldn't up. go on the top one. I would not hang it above the door right. frames, because okay. I think that's going to make it look odd. So stay, so like, stay on top of the door frame and, and go, go three down. down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, And then on, I would put something on the sides by the wall by the bed wall um oh so when you're in the bed on the right and the left on those walls Mm -hmm. and i think draperies would help tremendously too but the only thing is i can't tell i think that window might straddle that step step down so that might make that a little complicated she could do a roman shade Mm -hmm. instead of something soft yes on those walls i think that would help she I has a really take issue with this dresser. She has a, a dresser and a mirror in front of a window that has um, vertical blinds. Mm-hmm. Are those vertical? No, horizontal no, blinds. Horizontal sorry, blinds. Yes. just blinds, no, regular blinds. Um, and I'm assuming that's because she want, really wants to keep mm-hmm. that mirror and she needs to use the dresser. And there's no other space for there's it. There's no other space like. for it. But I would lose the mirror. That's what I was thinking. And Allison, we talked earlier, and you could hang like a full length mirror or something in between the bathroom and closet yes. walls yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and lose the mirror and have some sort of window treatment there because I think that would soften it up a lot. I think you need something that's going to, because everything in here is like a hard surface other mm-hmm. than obviously the bed. Um, so because it'd be pretty help. to have a dresser in mm-hmm. the window. It would. Yeah. Um, and unless like people literally are looking in that window, I'd lose those blinds. Yeah, I agree. Um, if you have a neighbor like four feet away, okay, <laughs> I get it. Um, but maybe if you had panels, you could have a sheer panel mm-hmm. there so they can't see in, and then yeah. pretty panels on the sides, and then tuck your dresser right into that window. And some pretty lamps. And move that mirror off the top of the dresser. Okay, if she decides to do drapery here, which we aren't sure if she even should because we can't tell if the thing the drops step, off, yeah. but where does she hang the top? How high paper? should her she yeah. go with her drapery? We typically go like halfway between the crown molding or the ceiling line and the top of the window trim okay. but since so it, is slanted. yeah it looks like what i would do is go where this wall is slanted on the single window i would go as high as you could go uh-huh and do that across it looks like it's a little bit above the top of the door casing yep um so i would start there and just continue that to do the same height the on the other height. one and i that think what sense. might have to happen is a roman shade in the single window and then draperies on the dresser with the same mm-hmm. um, yes. same, fabric. same yeah. fabric. I can't tell where the and then some pretty falls. lamps on the dresser. But if this, yeah, so it does look. She said, you know, you step down to go to the bed. So what we're saying is, you know, you have to step up, and then there's this window on the right if you're in the bed, and a large window on the left if you're in the bed. And if the step interferes with that, which is actually what my neighbor's dilemma across the street. She's got this window and oh. the step. Remember where I was sending all the pictures? Anyway. Um, so if that interferes, don't do a drapery that goes to the floor on that one. Do a right. Check. And then I think if you have, I can't tell, but if you have room between the foot of the bed and the step, I would lose the little table because um, it 
it doesn't appear to be serving. It seems to just sort of be sitting there by itself. Yeah, and I think if you have a chair there, it's just going to kind of crowd things up. So if you have room, I can't tell, but if you do, I would put a bench at the foot of the bed. Um, And I do think a rug under the bed would help tremendously Mm -hmm. because I think it all, it needs to just be warmed up a little. Mm -hmm. It's kind of very like... softness. Yeah. If you aren't opposed to it, I feel like she should paint one of the pieces. Like maybe she paints the bed, maybe she paints the dresser, maybe she paints the nightstands, but like... It does appear to all be part of a matching Mm -hmm. set, which we are not huge fans of. Not to (laughs) dish your pretty furniture because, I mean, it is all beautiful furniture, but all together like that, it does feel very matching. Right. So, like, say, for instance, you have another Mm -hmm. bedroom in your house that's got two nightstands. Switch them out. Yeah. (laughs) Bring those in here and take these two in there. Mm -hmm. That's going to give you a lot more, like, depth of, you know, look in this room. And also, like, she could take that mirror that's over the dresser and, like, hang it in a dining room. Yeah. Hang yeah, it's it a beautiful mirror in a hallway. Over a bathroom yeah. vanity. Yeah. I mean, it's there's nothing wrong with the mirror, but I feel like all together it's a lot of right. darkness and it's heavy. And it kind of, like, you don't want it to feel like you kind of picked it all out at one time. Like, we love for you to walk in and kind of feel like it evolved, like, over a few years. Like, you didn't right. just walk in one day and pick something out. But I think it all works, but I think it could... Just be a little better. Let me ask this, because you were talking earlier about hanging plates. Do you feel like this would be an opportunity to do an interesting collection of plates around that bed on that sort of short wall? You could, but I kind of think there's a lot going on there yeah. already. So I think it's no kind need. Of, no need. I think it doesn't need anything. And I think the other walls call for art more than right. that wall. Right. Like right. you don't need to cover every wall yeah. with stuff. You need a little breathing room. <laughs> well, yeah, unless you're Allison. <laughs> Um, and I did a little research on the chandelier, which is Told very y'all. pretty. I like it. But it is 36 inches high. Oh. And your ceiling mm-hmm. height is 9 foot 5, which puts the bottom without chain at 77, which is getting a little low. You do math. I like it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would, I mean, I think putting a light fixture in here would be great, but just be cognizant of the height of the chandelier. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. What kind of vibe, though, do you think her chandelier should be? Because that one's like a light mm-hmm. shell capise, which to me doesn't really kind of go with what she's got going on with this darker wood, mm-hmm. unless maybe she's going to, like you're saying, paint something or go with a really light rug or something with her bedding. But if she's keeping with this vibe of this furniture, what what kind of style chandelier do you think she should put in there? I'm thinking something that's a little simpler. Yeah, maybe just something like, kind of open and airy. Yeah. It's just like a brass or a bronze, maybe not bronze. Like a lantern yeah. or like, I'm thinking or like, like a, a chandelier, metal that, pendant. like an yeah. open chandelier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would, I'm thinking maybe not bronze, like brass that kind of brass would be pretty with balances out. Um, Cause you've so got like a lot of a light, brown. something lighter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shiny. Yeah. Like shiny. yeah. A little mm-hmm. something shine. It's going to be, it's pretty, I love, I love a bed tucked into a little yeah, thing. Yeah, it's always still so really cozy, cozy to me. I do too. So, yeah, I have that upstairs in my house too, so. I like it. And oh. thanks for being a fan. That's yeah. Awesome. yeah that's awesome. She loves, loves, loves. No, it was a thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. I, I inserted my own loves, loves, loves. <laughs> <laughs> she might love us. We I feel like those were good answers. Yeah. Good guys. Knocked it out of the park. They were good questions. Yeah, they were. <laughs> We do our best. Yeah. <laughs> to confuse and confound people. Lots of questions. y'all tell everyone where they can find you and follow you and look at your work? Yes. Um, we have a website. 
which is pretty www.masonstudios.com m-a-i-s-o-n m-a-i-s-o-n and on instagram which is mason.studios wait mason or mason mason okay studios i say mason she's from alabama from alabama i was gonna say i had you open i was gonna check yes you're correct yeah (laughs) and we have a facebook page and yeah the yeah all right yeah (laughs) the end period that's where we are (laughs) well it was a real treat having you thank you we loved it all right that's our show thank you so much for listening you can leave us a review in your podcast app subscribe to the podcast you can find the show notes at howtodecorate.com slash podcast and follow us on social media ballard designs and until next time happy Happy decorating. decorating